Hello. Hello. It looked like I was just doing one thumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Pen. <laughs> um, hi, Paul. Hi, Dave. My new coronavirus welcome. Yeah, I love it. I, I'll do um, mine. Yes, you do yours. I'll do mine. <laughs> it's just like waving from across the room. Good morning. Oh, Dave, the, Dave, the photographer. How are you? Come on. I'm over. very good, thank you. Come over and give us a hug, Dave. I, I just... I don't want to be Okay. Okay, from here. Okay. I like it. Nice things. Good, man. Good. It's a beautiful day out there, isn't it? Like, it's really nice. It is. It is beautiful today. Yeah. It's warmer today. It's warm, actually. It is. It's it's one of the warmest we've had now so far. Apparently, 20, what 20 is... odd degrees. My thermometer outside is saying. Wow. Even mm-hmm. thermometer outside. Mm-hmm. You are such a nerd. <laughs> I know. I'm such a nerd. What kind of thermometer is it? Is it a uh, bit it's it's digital? The... It's digital yeah. for a start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's got air pressure and, you know, all that sort of stuff on it. You can tell what's going to happen for the next seven days. Yeah, at the moment it's 24 in this room and it's 16 in, in the shade at the side of the house. So that's at the coldest kind of point. So that's probably 16.9 to 17, but it's probably... Hold on, you're, you're looking. Can you see it from there? No, I have a receiver here that can talk to the sensors. Every day I find something out about you that I just didn't know before. I didn't know you were that nerdy. Here's how I check the weather. Hands up. I'm nerdy. Looks looks nice outside, actually. Yeah, but man, hold on a minute. Because you know, I give you weekly updates on the weather. And am I I generally right? You are, actually. You Mm -hmm. are. I'll give you that. Thanks. But I mean, you would need to be with all your tech. (laughs) But you know, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know you love it. So I like to give you like a, a five-day forecast because it cheers you up. You kind of go, oh, deadly. I must do this and do that and all this mm. kind of stuff. So, well, yeah. let's just put it on record. Let's just put it on record. So yesterday, I think you said to me that it was going to be nice today, nice for the next two days. Mm-hmm. Then it was going to be cold, really cold, like mm. very cold. Yeah, very cold. Because there was a cold, cold something on. Yeah. happening. And uh, it was going to be really bad, and then it's going to get better again. So, yeah. um, so looking at Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, cold, and then back up again, back up again. Excellent. You stand by that still? Yep. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Let's let's come back in a few mm-hmm. days and go. You were right, Paul. You were right. Yeah. I just, guess the good thing is, are you one of those people who never needs to ask the question? Do I need a coat? You just go. I just I go. Need a coat. I need a coat. I need a coat. Well, like. My, my, my granny used to say, don't shed a clout till May is out. So uh, You've said that to me every year for about 10 years. I have no idea what it really meant because I don't know <laughs> what clout was. But to me, that's like, you know, bring a coat with you in May because it gets a bit cold. But then so does June sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. You should look into that. What does that mean? Yeah, some things are like just to be a mystery, you know. Yeah. A clout, a clout. In in the north is I'll give you a clout. Yeah, no, that that's the same thing here, which is confusing. But I mean, you know, she was I guess sixty years older than me, so maybe it meant something back in the early nineteen forties. 
Maybe, maybe. You know? Mm. Let's we'll have to it. look into it. Let's, let, look it up. Look it up right now. Let me look, look it up. It up right you, now. you talk and I'll look it up. Don't shed a clout until May is out. Um, uh, don't shed a clout. I don't know, Paul. I don't know. I don't know. Don't Check. shed a clout till May is out. Um, it is a real thing. Clout is from the English word for cloth or clothing. And the saying was a reminder not to be quick to shook the winter woolies before the chilly days of May were over. So it's actually near cast a clout till May be out. Oh, was she Northern Irish? <laughs> no, I just, I'm just reading it and it looks like, <laughs> it looks, looks like, like Northern Irish. Northern Irish. Yeah. Northern Irish. Well, it says uh, near cast a clout till May be out. So I wonder why, then why, why that's called a clout. I'll give you. Yeah. A, I'll well, give you a clout you to look up. I'll give you. I'll give you a clout. Yeah. I'll give you a clout. But maybe it was like I'll hit you with my 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 rag, my my wet rag or something. You know, I'll give you a clout. Yeah, I'll give you a clout. It must be that. A or maybe clout, a heavy blow with the hand or a hard object. Clout influence mm. of power, especially. Ah, he's got clout. She's got clout. Mm. Influence of power, especially in politics and business. Hmm. Clout. <laughs> I love this. This is amazing. This is better than the original Raw podcast. The emergency Raw podcast is just so much more informative. There's also a song, uh, Clout, featuring Cardi B. So it's also the name of a... Yes. Wonder we should be talking about clouts or clouts. Clouts. Who knows? Clout. You'll have to watch the video. It might give us a... I guess no. So tell us, Paul, what have you been up to? Like, what's the crack? Oh, man, it's like, um, it's, it's feels like every day is Sunday at the moment. You know the way know. Sunday is just that little bit quieter than most of the other days? Certain shops are closed. So it's kind of felt Sunday-ish for the past while. And I'll be honest with you, Sunday is not my favorite day of the week. I don't know why. Like, being someone who doesn't have to get up for work on a Monday, maybe it comes from that. But, you know... I like activity and stuff going on. So Sunday being uh, a slower, quieter day doesn't suit me because, I, you know, mm. I, I like stuff to happen. Saturday is a good day, for example, because it's quiet, but it's also accessible. That makes sense. Saturdays, you see, though, are work days. Well, they are now, yeah. I mean, a lot has changed over the past, well... No, no, past. but Saturday, Saturdays are work days for us generally. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. absolutely. So I go, oh, Saturday. No, you don't. What? Ah, oh, Saturday. <sighs> I hope you don't do that going to weddings, man. <sighs> it's, uh, no, it's right. like, Saturday, yes! <sighs> oh, Saturday. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't do that. But anyway, I always look forward to Saturdays. Yeah, I know you do. You're that kind of guy. You're a positive. Um, but guy. yeah, but no, I, yeah, I no. Sundays are kind of nice though. They're they're um, relaxing and, and quiet. Yeah, but this is too quiet, man. This is way. Yeah, but too you see, quiet. here's that's exactly it, right? Sundays are are good in that sense, like like you say, relaxing and quiet. Not my favorite day, but still. But when you've got like two months of Sundays. That's when it starts to get a little bit, you know, it's a little bit annoying. I did it. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do. So I hear you. Um, yeah. So what I've so in that case, like, it's been awkward because lots of stuff hasn't you know haven't been up. I mean, if we had all this time and there was stuff like even a DIY store or a garden center to get stuff in, it would be perfect. But yeah. it's been it's been a chat. Excuse me, it's been a challenge trying to get my hands on a length of two before, as they call it. Although you had a whole load of it stacked under your shed that you didn't even know about. Yeah, yeah but I, um, I, went, I went through that fast. I know, I know. What it, 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 that is, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, um, it's just boring, isn't it? It's kind of boring. There's not really anything to do. It's the same thing every day. It's the same for everybody. But um, we're actually very lucky down here because in our, as you know, like um, there was a hardware store open down here. It was it was closed for a while, and then mm-hmm. I drove past it one day and I went, oh, oh, it looks like there's people in the car park, and drove in. They said, yeah, what you can do is you can you can you can phone the number, and you can drive around the back, and they'll collect it. You pay over the phone, drive around the back, collect it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But you see, I'm one of those people who doesn't really know what I'm looking for a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I need to go in and go the counter and say, give us a look at two before and a couple of uh, nails. No. no, I have to look at it and go. Oh, that's what that does. <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess I'll get one of these. Or, you know, so I have to kind of do that. So I need to walk around the store. But anyway, about a week later, the store opened, but it was like a one-in, one-out policy. Well, it was like five-in and then one-out, one-in policy from there on in. Okay. But um, And did they give you any time limit in the shop or, or could you just... No, it did say no browsing. Go in, that's get that's you, you gone. That was me. That was me snookered right out of the gate. I had to go in and pretend I wasn't browsing. Did you pretend you, were, you knew what you were looking at? Hmm. Yes. Now, do I want yes. a two-inch or a four-inch? Yes, hmm. I need this, I think. I need this. I need this. Um, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put this down here for now, and I'll go over and look at this one. Okay, yes. <laughs> no, I could be doing with one of these, but I will get that when I come back around after looking at this. What is that? Uh, you never say what is, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But to be honest, they were great. That nobody ever rushed you or anything else. Yeah. I suppose but, um, uh, there's certain places that have to stay open for, like, uh, you know, to support farming community and that sort of thing. That's so what it is. It's a co-op. It was a ca- it's, the, it's the co-op, so it's kind of agricultural. Mm. I agree. It's an agri mm. shop. Cool. So, um, yeah. The only problem is, though, I don't know how often you've had to queue at like Lidl or Aldi or Supervalue or Tesco or whatever. Mm-hmm. The queue is pretty, you can, you can drive up and go, oh my God, look at the length of the queue. It's like a <laughs> half a mile long. But when you actually get into it, it kind of moves quite quickly because, you know, the store holds up. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was moving off to the side to get my... Oh, you got fashion. You've got fashion. I need fashion. Man, I need I need fashion. Don't even. What's the hat for? You've got no fashion. It's just I don't know. I like I always wear hats. You know me. So um, yeah, I didn't want to make a big I, deal of it. I was trying to just do it nice and quietly. But oh now, yeah, no, it's a thing. Sorry. Um, yeah, the yeah, the Tesco and Super Value shops. The, the queue is kind of quick because the shop holds so many people and people are coming out all the time. But at the hardware store, you're waiting there for ages. Go, oh, please stop looking at spades. Just get up, come out. Mm. So that can be frustrating. So it takes yeah. forever. Even and if there's like three people in the queue, you're like, oh, this could be half an hour now waiting. <laughs> no. What they need to get. 
Yeah, it takes forever. Are they doing the thing at the counter where they're chatting away about their... No, no, they're very good, actually. The only problem with the counter is, this, this is what it's like at the counter, right? It's like the counter. Say something. You can nod if you can still hear me, okay? Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Okay. Here's me, right? The counter is over. Here's the guy at the counter, right? <laughs> Countertop. Perspex, right? I'm over here. There's a line on the ground, right? A line running along the ground that you must stand behind. The counter is like here. And you've got all your bits, right? You've got all your bits and you're like, trying to put them on the counter right and you put them on the counter and then they tell you the price and then you have to pay <laughs> to get your phone and the machines over there and you're like doing a thousand actually tap your phone all right like that because you're not allowed past the the line but the problem is you're going uh, uh, so you're probably breathing out all your coronavirus um germs to try and reach, whereas if you could just stand up here and go. It'd be a lot easier. Okay. I could hear all that. I just didn't want to talk because it kept switching to my video. And did you, um, what you were doing. did you have any problems like that? Uh, not so many. I went to, I found one place open after a few days of searching. Um, we have a local co-op here as well. I sent them an email but they never replied. So I tried ringing, but it was just a case of the phone. They probably just put the phone off the hook because they were so sick of it ringing, you know? But I yeah. know they were open, but you can't go in. So um, I found this other place then, and um, he had what I needed. He had the wood that I needed and a few other bits because I was just putting in a small little thing at the back, a little greenhouse at the back. So I needed some some soil and some other bits and pieces. So. But he was doing like a, a one in, one out, uh, you know, kind of thing. So there was like a mass of cars outside. Um, everybody's, you know, I was in the queue first because I got there first, but I happened to park a bit further down. And in between that, three other cars came in and just parked at the gate. And I'm sitting there going, I'm first. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was here first. What? What? You know, there's no queuing system here. This is ridiculous. So, um. So anyway, the guy came out to the gate and I just walked up and said, I ordered something earlier on. And he was like, oh yeah, I'll have your stuff ready. You can drive on in. So I just got in in front of him. So, so I had to drive in. But um, you find um, sometimes people in that sort of uh, building kind of construction kind of thing uh, area, um, you know, social distancing to them just... No wasn't existing they were like walking up to the guy going now i tell you what i need and you're kind of going Ugh. um so yeah so the people in the shop were cool because they were just letting one in at a time and all that but yeah. he was letting one or two more in after me and like they were just standing beside the guy chatting isn't this a lot of oh, this is terrible isn't it and you're kind of going uh maybe you should yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> imagine you just popped up between them <laughs> in, a full, in a full hazmat suit <laughs> with a two meter pole like yeah, yeah. wedging it yeah. between them <laughs> I should be able to do this between them 
<laughs> yeah, that's the test. That's Do the, the Ricky Gervais office dance. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. perfect. That's yeah, that's to be it. Later on, that's a gift. That's to be it. Um, <laughs> so, have you noticed the weird, the weird, annoying thing at, at like, say, um, for example, at Super Value and at, at, at Aldi? Mm. And I mean, thank God they're open because they're doing a great job. But like, the weird thing is they've got these new Perspex barriers, right? Mm. Now, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that all Aldis are the same, right? So, you know the way it's always like you versus them when it comes to packing. Oh, you're like trying to scramble in as fast as you can. I, I find myself stressed a little in Aldi. Oh, it's so stressful. It's so stressful. And I always, what I do at Aldi is I load all my heavy items onto the belt first because mm. they're going to be coming through first. And I put them mm-hmm. at the bottom of the bags. But they always turn and say, don't, please don't pack the bags here. And I'm like, well, I'm just putting it into the, my bags in the trolley. I'm just putting it in to the trolley as quick as I can. Where are you supposed but to pack I'm, your bag? Over at the counter. You're supposed to literally put your stuff from the belt back into whatever it was in before it was on the belt. So but if you your have trolley your bags set up on your trolley, then you should be able to just put them in just as quick. That's what I had. So I put, I'm putting them in. But um, anyway, the problem aside from all that is that the Perspex barrier kind of goes down past I'm the Aldi checkout person. And the Perspex barrier comes down in front of them, right, completely in front of them, does a bit of a curve, and then it's blank here, completely yeah. blank. And their till is only from here to well, the phone here, mm-hmm. right? So they're here like this. And there you go. What, are, what exactly That'll is it be, uh, You're like, what's the point? I'm right here now. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be all the way down to a little hatch like at a petrol station. Mm. You know? That'd be cool. They could slide the thing out and you put in your... Slide the stuff out. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what they need. It just doesn't oh, feel as safe. It feels more you ornamental. Get, they should get like a child's ramp, like a little child's, um, you know, like a, like a slide from like a child's thing and attach that at the end with just like duct tape. And then they'd put your bread on them. You could slide it down. And every time it's slide like... Slide it into your bag. Whee! <laughs> you know? Exactly. Just put your bag at the bottom. All right, there you go. All right, beans. Here comes the beans. Whee! Yeah! Okay, what's <laughs> next? Catch up, catch up. That'd be awesome. Catch oh, hold on, that's wine! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, the wine... No breakables, you got to be careful. Yeah. yeah, well, you put your bread in first, and then the wine acts like a nice cushion. Mm-hmm. So... I always find... There'd be, there'd be ways around it. For me, I don't do... Like, I never do a full day, like a full big shop at Little Aldi because it's not our local store, if you know what I mean. So we, we generally go to Super Value and I'll just go to Aldi for a few things that I like. Um, but what I find is I, I kind of set my my pace on whether they ask me card or cash. So as the, as the things are coming true, I'm packing and... And if I can pack it in time for them to go card or cash, then I, I've won. But if they go card or cash and there's still items there, they win. They so win. it's kind of like... And are you keeping score? Yeah. Yeah. Are you keeping score? It's 40-32 uh, at the moment. Oh, to them or to you? <laughs> um, to them, of course, man. To them, they're, too yeah, fast. Yeah, they they're, they're too fast. They're too fast. They're too fast. There's yeah. too many barcodes in those, on those <laughs> items. It's almost like cheating. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you think about it, all they have to do is this, ah. right? We have to go. And then sometimes, you know, if you make a decision, like you go, oh, I can't put in that one in, in that bag with that. I, yeah. I yeah. That. Then I you're, just put then the you're in completely here. snookered. Down. I, 
and then and then the, sometimes the thing that you want is just slightly out of reach and you haven't passed it all the way down yet you're like oh, oh. i need that oh no forget it man it's too much stress that's half the reason i don't go there it's, it stresses me out like do you think that they get told don't make it easy on them the start of every day okay guys don't make it easy on them well they're on the timer system so i know it's actually very unfair i am i am messed I would hate to work there as in, I would hate to be under that kind of pressure to, to get people from the, the thing to the, to to the bagging area in a certain amount of time. Like, you know what I mean? Cause you you know, one of those customers who's struggling with their money or, Oh, I can't find it. I think I might've left it in the car and you're like, come on, I'm I'm not going to get paid if you don't hurry up. You know, I'd have my own car. I wonder how that works actually. I'd say it works on the till. Once they start scanning the first item till the money goes through, might be there. It's probably just a metric. Like they probably go, oh, you know, John, you're down this week now. Mm-hmm. You're um, maybe, you were three seconds at the end there from, from the final <laughs> scan. Seconds. So three, seconds, three seconds from the final scan, John, until, until you press the card or cash button. And that's the timer. You need to be quicker, John. Yeah, but last week, I, I was ahead by 10 seconds overall. So can I not use it? It doesn't carry over. Offs- oh, come on. Unfortunately not, John. It, it, the, the problem is, John, what's happening here is you're showing a steady decline. You were 10 seconds ahead last week, but yesterday you were, you were six seconds behind. No, you were, sorry, was it six seconds behind? No, that was, that was, that was, uh, that was Patricia. Sorry, sorry. You were, you were only two seconds behind yesterday, but you're three seconds behind today, John. It's getting worse. So you need to just concentrate on it. That's all I'm saying. Just yeah, but I, I mean, I, you know, some of the items they're 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 tough. They're you know, I have small hands. They're really tough to which, cut. Which items are you having difficulty with? Uh, eggs. Um, eggs. Okay. Um, can you show me what chairs, way you're? Can you show me what uh, way you're scanning? Scan? I hope you're not. I hope you're not moving the garden chairs down the conveyor belt. You know, and then then the hot tubs were really difficult to scan there last week as well. And what you need, I, to... I had hot tubs and cucumbers. It was like ridiculous, you know. What you need to do is with the hot tubs, <laughs> remember the number. Just remember the number. You don't Sorry. need to be trying to scan it. All right, mm-hmm. the numbers are all there on the sheet, on the call sheet. Just look on the call sheet. Don't be trying to maneuver <laughs> to come down. It's like. Uh... You're like method acting this. It's amazing. You're incredible. You really get into your role. I was, I was actually feeling like I was going to be fired there. <laughs> I'm afraid to tell you, John, we're going to have to let you go. Oh, man, I need this job. I re- like, hold on a minute. The pandem- pandemic pandemic. How much? Oh, I, I had it. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it lasts for how long okay (laughs) I'm alright I'll see you later later. might be back probably won't probably not actually on my way out can you scan me through one of those hot tubs oh yes anyway anyway thank god it's the new trials of life trying to just get through Aldi yeah but like you know um, all those people working in shops are like just carrying on as if things are normal because they kind of have to, you know, stock in shelves and customers in and out, putting themselves at risk. Like, of course, it's desperate. You know, it's it's like this. Card of cash. <laughs> cash? Okay, just to get on. 
I'd rather not use your cash actually. Card, card, card. You're like, it's like watching Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> You're just so good at it. You should have been an actor. I think you missed yeah, your problem. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what I was doing there. I was doing gel. I knew exactly what you were doing. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of bring it up longer. here sometimes, even, you know, down to the old wrists. You know? Yeah. What, if you grazed not? off anything. And especially Can I ask you? in the shop, like I just go, give me some give me more of that. Oh, well, I, I definitely, I, you go in and you, you go in, here's my method, right? You go into the shop, you go in, you've got your gloves on. Yeah. Got your gloves on already. Yeah. Get your trolley, go into the shop, you go in and the, the, the station is here with the wipes and the spray bottles and you get the spray bottle and you, first of all, you spray, spray the handle, spray the handle, mm-hmm. spray your hand. Grab your tissue, right? Mm-hmm. Wipe down your handle of your trolley. Wipe down the rim as well if you if you really have to go that far, right? Just in case you graze it later. Throw oh, that in the man. bin. Get I another one. I was the germaphobe here. Get another one. Spray your hand. Spray your hand. Start pushing. Push down. Push down. Now, what's your process to end when you get to your car? That's what I want to know. That's the that's the this is make or break. Okay. What's my process? At the car, um, you've arrived back at your car. You've got your groceries. They've okay. just been into the into the German fested shop. Mm-hmm. What do you well, do I, then? I've got the I've got the bottle in my back pocket anyway. I always bring the little bottle, bottle in the back pocket, little bottle of squirty. So I'll do a squirty. I'll open the door, put the things in, and put the trolley back if I have one, and then do another squirty. Where's your gloves? Um, I don't wear gloves. What? What? Am I even safe to talk to you? Who have you touched today? <clears throat> Do you really want to know? Um, yeah. Um, no, I don't, I, I don't think you need gloves as long as you don't... Like, here, what's the point in gloves? Tell me first. Okay, if you have any kind of little open wounds, like, I don't know if you've seen my DIY hands. <laughs> Look at all my little cracks. Hmm. DIY hands, Paul. Little cuts and grazes, instant infection. Right. Well, I don't. Yeah, I Gloves don't have any cuts. Okay, so pretty good. Gloves on. Hacks. Little hacks. I suppose you have manicured hands. You dip them into that thing every night and what thing? put them into your into your hand bath. <laughs> you put your hand in every night. <laughs> I don't. Paul has a foot bath and a hand I don't bath. Have a hand bath. He puts his hand into these two little two little <laughs> pools. <laughs> pools of like oil of ole <laughs> that just go I tell you I don't have them but if Aldi bring them in I'm going to get two of them yeah oh you're definitely getting two well they come in fairness they actually come they come as a pair which would make sense as a pack it's a pack of two yeah okay um, so yeah you so tell me your car process sorry I don't well I, I, I get back I get back to the car luckily these car has a proximity sensor so when you get close it automatically opens nice so open the car got all the tech open the car put the bags in close the car boot go to the front door of the car take off the gloves inside out into a ball into a ball are you going to do does it throw it over my shoulder it, into a hedge? It, you pull out a dove then afterwards. 
It would be so cool, wouldn't it? Off the gloves. Whoa! It's the flyers again. <laughs> what am I going to do with these flyers? And as you're going around, all you can hear is wait till later. <laughs> Not yet. Back in the glove. Get back in the glove. Oh, gloves. I thought you said doves. I'm no, sorry. Gloves. 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 Take off the gloves. Roll the gloves in a ball. Um, and then open the car door because I've now got my clean hands from earlier open the car door mm-hmm. and I put the gloves into a little thing in the footwell of all my all my German festive gloves that I can move two days later get in the car Andy, but I've got I, I've got a big roll this big <laughs> roll industrial roll of all Andy. I can see is you get into the car and suddenly you... I turn on like air conditioning. It's got it changed the air conditioning unit to like a a canister of anti back spray. I you know, like an outbreak um, when they go out one door and then they close it. I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't like that. No, so I just anti back my hands, wipe down the steering wheel, key, button, radio, gear stick, seatbelt strap. Do it all. You know what? I, you know what? I swear to you. You know what I was doing for about the first month. Mm-hmm. Anti-backing all our groceries. It, Until you know I what? Found... You think about it. Yeah. Think about no, it. Listen, listen. I, I, I did it once. I wiped them down, and then I was like, I, I can't do this every time. This is ridiculous. So I'm just going to yeah. have to hope. If no, it gets I me, it gets me. Take things from the back so that they've been there for a little bit longer and maybe if there's anything on it. But, but here's, here's the take, thing I don't get. Like, the maybe the people in the shops should be wearing gloves. They should be. Or maybe Some they're, of them maybe are. They're, maybe, they're, maybe, they're, maybe they're like doing their hands every so often, you know? So mm, I, think I don't so. know. You know, man, it's, it's impossible to know. It's impossible to know. Um, like... I just wish the virus was like a luminous yellow or something. So yeah, it would make it much easier. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would make it much easier. Yeah, definitely. Um, or if it's imagine it, it's it smells really bad. <laughs> oh, 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 that guy is definitely infected. This place stinks of coronavirus, guys. You need to get out of here. Oh my god! Hold on, is that eggs? Oh no. It's just eggs. It's just eggs. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's so it's so weird, isn't it? Everything is just so weird now. Everything went from being pretty normal to being completely and utterly weird. You know? <laughs> How often have you had to stifle a cough? Oh man, so many times. Because I, I, I'm slightly <laughs> so in the morning I tend to be like I have a, like an asthma cough in the morning generally because you know, it just happens. So it's, it's like a <coughs> sort of cough. So if I'm out in the, if I, I, I'm, I'm in Aldi the other morning even, and I'm walking around and I'm going. <laughs> I'm like, please, not now. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst place it could happen. Yeah, why didn't I do all it? my coughing in the car, like before I came in and then, you know, mm. just hold it, but. And if you notice, the shops are so quiet. Yeah, but like, they're I, so quiet. There's a weird eeriness about the shops nowadays. You can hear everything. <laughs> I actually had a funny moment the other day. I was in, 
Choice. Do you know Choice? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a store, kind of one of these stores that has a bit of everything. Like you know, it's like, got a good like choice. They'll sell, yeah, they'll sell you know a box of um, full fill bars, and beside it they'll have an angle grinder. Do you know that kind of oh, like Aldi? Pretty, pretty much anything. Well, yeah, but in a bit more of a like a general sort of store kind of way, right. like almost like a pound store, but with more stuff like as well. Right. Okay. But I I was in the I was in one of the aisles. And there was a guy about three paces, you'd say, up from me, looking at the tools. I was trying to find an angle grinder blade, blade at the time. I did my check. Yeah, he's three paces away. Okay, so I'm down Perfect. looking at this angle grinder. We're trying to read the box, and and all of a sudden I hear <laughs> like a sneeze. <laughs> Man, it's so funny because when you hear a sneeze now, you kind of go. And I, I just kind of looked up and he just looked at me and went, sorry. <laughs> we just had that little exchange. Sorry, man. It's all right. My, my, and you're sorry. doing this, you're doing the whole, it's all right. Yep. Around the corner. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You instantly hold your breath. I don't know what it it's is. Fine. You know? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The funny thing is, nobody can see you right now. You need to say it's fine louder. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, like it's crazy. It's crazy. But it's as I I suppose we're just gonna have to live this way for another while longer. Anyway, you know. It seems like a pull. It's um, so. What kind of projects have you been doing then? I know you've been doing raised beds. Mm, well, more answer I... me this: Why raised as opposed to in the ground? Genuine question. I actually don't know the answer to that. I think it's something to do with moisture. Um. Yeah, it's probably like it's. There's probably a few reasons. There's probably a lot of reasons I don't know, but there's probably a few more reasons as well. Like one of the reasons is that I can raise a bed and I can dig out or and put in this good soil that I want and it'll allow me to change that soil regularly. If I, if I just built it straight into the ground, you don't know what kind of soil you're digging into, you know, that kind of way. Like you take that soil out. <clears throat> yeah, but that's a lot of soil, man. You know what I mean? You'd be surprised at how small area how much soil comes out of a small area mm. and i've nowhere to so put you putting it. in topsoil and compost and mixing yeah, it all together. yeah exactly yeah so i was mixing all that in plus it allows you to put like a kind of a, a rounded um top on it with plastic to protect from birds and slugs and all that sort of stuff so you know you can get protection you can put in the soil that you want and it's probably a bit easier to work with because it's at a nicer you know, it's off the ground. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's kind of like, as well as that, I suppose it's because it's off the ground and it's sectioned off by wood. It almost becomes a section of your garden rather than just, you know, in the All grass in the area. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So, yeah. So I just did that to have a bit of fun with the kids and grow some onions and I have a few cauliflowers growing at the moment and that sort of stuff. And then I'm I'm building a little greenhouse beside that as well to grow tomatoes. So very good, mm. very good. That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah, you? we were. You've had. Well, we were thinking about putting more. in raised beds, but um, then we saw 
I think actually we saw a post from Ballyvalan House when they were showing their, their walled garden. I was like, oh, that looks beautiful. And he was all like, you know, we should just put in in the bed ground, in the bed yeah. vegetable things. Yeah. Well, for you, but definitely. Because you could yeah, so cut off don't... a whole area. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's the thing. But it's, um, I, I ended up looking up a few videos, you know, like raised beds versus in the ground beds and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of it was down to like climate and whether you want your soil to be dry or if your soil gets a lot of rain like i mean in ireland we get very mixed weather so Mm. having them in the ground wouldn't be a problem you know what i mean but um the raised beds are nice but obviously the raised beds is a bigger cost because you got more material and you got wood and got extra soil to buy and all that kind of stuff so there was all these pros and cons but yeah i think we are going to put in some kind of vegetable beds down this side down the far end yeah maybe a couple of long sections of of veg yeah and See, what uh, you can do is I haven't done it yet. What you can do is you can have a vegetable area and you can fence it off, so that'll protect it from. Because if you had an area of vegetables in the corner not fenced off and stuff, they'd be the rabbits and stuff would just annihilate your. Yeah, your, your, yeah, and we get a lot. We have a lot of rabbits, man. We have a lot yeah. of rabbits. So that that's another reason, I guess. A lot of people will use raised beds in an area that they they want to protect them from um yeah mice and rats and rabbits and stuff like that because they're easier to to protect yeah, you know yeah <laughs> you you went uh uh for the rats and uh for the rabbits yeah, and then, oh, i'm rabbits yeah. <laughs> funny rabbits um yeah i actually do you remember i was all like oh, my garden's getting dug up terrible by bunny rabbits just all the time mm. i think it's boggins i think it's actually boggins oh, i think right. he's just being a little pest so, um, yeah, I think it ended up being Boggins, but, um, yeah, so we'll have to figure it out. We'll have to figure it out. And mm. Dee is a, a kind of like a planner. She's not like, yeah, let's do it. Just do it there. Yeah. You're a gopher. Like, it has to be, has to be, has to be exactly where it's going to be, you know, has to be thought about and, and all that kind of stuff, which sometimes you know, means that things are kind of put on the long finger. Yeah. But you know, you it's know? not, it's probably not a bad way to, to do it because, when you're doing something as big as like a vegetable area and you're halfway into it and suddenly you go, oh, I wish I'd have done it over there because of Yeah, no, exactly. It's probably exactly. good to think about it that way, you know. So, so we probably will. I'll, I'll leave it up to Dee to kind of decide where she wants to have it, but I think it's going to be down there. But yeah, other than that, just tipping away, doing little odd, odds and ends and when I build think- a, a house for my kids, like a playhouse. Oh, I thought you were was- trying to move them out already. Like, well, if I could get their cot up there, I would, you know, maybe think about it. But um, <laughs> actually, to be honest with you, when they're in their cots, that's the one time that they're not really too much of a problem. But um, yeah, but so, Sadie's uh, going to be getting out of that cot fairly soon. I can guarantee. You I know. That. Oh, I know, man. The leg was up the other day. Oh, yeah. Actually, she's she's already gotten out of it once, and that was a few months ago. She hasn't tried since. Actually, maybe she's tried and failed. But. Um, no, so we just built like a jungle gym kind of thing for them, which is awesome. Yeah, I've seen and, that. that was um, with a couple of swings and a slide and all that kind of stuff. But I want to build more things onto it. So, there's your book, man. There's oh, the book the you need. Book. Yes, there's the book you need. Really, there's the book. Amazon. You? you should put it. All things you need. 
to build with pallets. So I have a few pallets. So I did the floor for the um, for the jungle gym out of the pallets. Look, there's a nice workbench. Wow, that's really cool, isn't it? And, really uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I the, is there raised beds in that as well? You know, the video there is. It's one of the very first things actually is okay. a raised bed. Um, I think one of the very first things is a raised bed. Let's have a look. Oh no, first thing is a birdhouse. Then they have a small planter. Oh, raised bed. There you go. Brilliant. Look at that. Sorry, talk. Oh yeah, there you go. There's the raised bed. That's what do you awesome. think? Looks good. Yeah, it looks amazing. So, and all you need for that, it says, is pry bar or hammer, a power drill and screwdriver bit, circular saw, measuring tape, staple gun and staples. Do we see this? Nice. Nice. Toolzilla. Toolzilla. <laughs> Toolzilla. I thought you were, that was your, the nickname you were and, giving yourself. And, and uh, look what it can do. It can do staples, nails, or little curvy, curvy nails. U-nails, yeah. U-nails. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Um, then you need two pallets, four wood screws, three, no, four-inch wood screws, three-inch wood screws, two-inch wood screws, and uh, a landscape fabric or um, tarp. That's fantastic. Top soil or potting soil. So there you go. Raised beds. Pretty handy, eh? Pretty easy. Yeah. Loads of stuff. Good book. Put stuff a link to it in the podcast notes, man. Yes, I will indeed for all. The only problem is now I need to figure out, you know, like, uh, you know the way you drive past places and they have like stacks and stacks and stacks of pallets, mm. like literally hundreds of pallets. Yeah. So I need to kind of contact a few places and just say, can I come and collect a pallet? We're thinking of buying a trailer. I didn't tell you that, did I? No, that's a great idea though. Yeah, we're thinking of buying a trailer because we have room to store a trailer um, and it would just be handy for being able to go to like garden center and oh, buy a yeah. stuff or Absolutely. go to like hardware store and get like rakes of wood or whatever it happens to be. So I think I, I've looked up Dundee and I found a few secondhand ones and found one in Kilkenny. I just need to contact a neighbor who has a trailer and ask him, is that a good price? Because you know, when you have, what does what a trailer cost? I have no idea. <laughs> um, so this one was like 400 quid or 450 quid. And I thought yeah. that seems decent. If you think of the price of two tires and, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, seems yeah. all right. There's actually so, a trailer place just up from me where they actually make trailers and um, horse boxes and all that sort all of stuff. All right. I wonder do they sell okay. secondhand? Like they probably would. Yeah, mm. they probably would. But I'm thinking like that's probably a decent enough price. The problem is now, of course, you can't go and actually buy anything. Like Dee bought um, a chest of drawers on Dundee, but we can't go and actually buy it because they're in Abbey Leaks. We can't go and collect it. Mm. But we're thinking when we're ready, we can go with our trailer. So I think we are going to buy a trailer. It'd just be handy. So handy. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Trailer for you, definitely, because you've got that space and stuff like that to put yeah. in. You know? Are trailers light? Um, it depends on the size, I suppose. I think a lot of them are aluminium, so they are fairly light. But um, yeah. do you need an extra license? To, to drive with a trailer or can you just drive with a trailer of a particular I don't know service? that'll be a question I'll ask my neighbour who's also I don't called think Paul you do. I'm not sure but they could have changed the regulations on that I don't know yeah I do hear you on that because you would imagine that reversing it and stuff you'd got to know mm, like what to do because it's backwards when you're reversing it's quite awkward to reverse yeah it. It, it's, it would be quite awkward yeah 
Yeah. So I'll have to, um, yeah, do a bit of investigative work. No, but that's man. it. That's that. Built a fire pit. Oh yeah, your fire oh. pit's awesome. I love that. I wouldn't say it's awesome, but it, I it, like really, it worked you're very hard on yourself with the fire pit. I was really, really impressed. Yeah, I think it needs. It, it need, I tell you what, it does need finishing. So basically, what I did was, I dug a big hole in the ground, and then I filled it with uh, bricks. <clears throat> and then, but the problem was, I probably should have waited um, and bought really nice bricks. I, I, the video that I watched on YouTube, the guy had really, these really lovely, uh, kind of like salvaged, solid red bricks. They were beautiful. The only bricks that I could get at the time were just like red house bricks but the problem mm. is the red house bricks they're they're nice at one side so let's, let's say that's a brick so it's really nice on one side but on the other side it's they're all rough. like got, got grooves and yeah. it's kind of like not like it's got the mold and then it also had the three holes in the middle which is grand and everything but when you're trying to like not use a whole t- rake of cement yeah you need a solid cement probably yeah. yeah so i actually filled all the holes i just went and got you know, like um, soil and, toys and <laughs> exactly, yeah. I just filled it with all that kind of Play-Doh. stuff. Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, funny you say about Play-Doh because whenever I, whenever I finished, and then I mortared it and everything else, and then I made like a red mortar okay. um, from this. I thought you said you murdered it. No, um, but uh, whenever I had finished it and I was sitting that first night, I took a picture of it and I sent it to Eric. And there he goes, did you make it out of plasticine? Because it actually does look like brown plasticine. <laughs> that can make a good laugh. But I'm going to surround it in like big solid limestones that I can get from the quarry. So, Beautiful. Um, I, think right. it, I think it was an amazing job. I think you're a bit har- little bit hard on yourself. Because when I saw it, I was really impressed. So, um, and I think the more you use it and burn on it and all, it'll darken and blacken. And yeah. You have the limestone around it and... And then once you start building around it, like, you know, bushes or trees or mm. you know, some sort of, uh, um, some sort of uh, vegetation or whatever, it'll look really nice, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Things that can't go on fire. It, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause at the minute it looks a bit sad and lonely right there. I'm looking at it going, uh, so it definitely needs, it looks <laughs> like, like a well all, at the moment. It really does. Like it looks like a well in the middle mm. of the garden. Yeah. I'm surprised the kids haven't fallen into it yet, actually, in all, in all honesty. But um, they've been smart enough to kind of go to it and go, oh, nothing in there, and then leave it. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. I built it I built it up so that I could have built it as a hole and just like a solid hole, but I thought, oh, the lawnmower will fall into it and stuff. So I had to kind of make it come out of the ground. Oh, I see. But it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it gives off some heat, man, I tell you. It's great. Oh, I'd say so. I'd say so. It's, and then you've got so much wood to burn there as well. It's great, you know. So, well, that was the reason. All these, yeah. all these uh, pandemic tasks that we're doing—it's you know, great. Like, like you know, like these know. are kind of things. If you were working, you probably would get around to maybe one of them a, a year or in the summer. Yeah. You wouldn't have the time that you have now. No, exactly. like I suppose there is an advantage to this that you can kind of get those things done that you've always wanted to do. Like, if you mm. want, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I know exactly. Well, we'll get around to nothing next year. Yeah. Well, hopefully so. Hopefully it'll be, uh, it'll come back and we'll have a lot of work and it'll be busy and we'll have to catch up. And, you know, that's a good complaint for next year if we can get through what we have to get through over the next couple of months. Like, you know. Absolutely. I think 
the weddings next year are going to be awesome. Like they are going to be, uh, like think of the, think of the, think if it was your if it was your own wedding and you had to postpone it and then mm. finally mm. you know and you had to go through all the hassle of trying to organize vendors and organize you know all that all over again the especially if you're really close year, yeah yeah and then just that that realization of like here we are this is it this is our wedding it's finally happening and we got all these people here it's gonna i think it's gonna the weddings next year are gonna be awesome i think yeah um so yeah it's gonna be mad man it's gonna be mad I look forward to getting back to it, like, to be honest with you, you know, I hope, hopefully it happens sooner rather than later, if you know what I mean, because, um, yeah, it just want to, you want to get back to work, like, you want, you want to start earning a living again, and I'm hoping by May, by August, we'll, we'll start to see smaller weddings going in in Ireland anyway, like, and, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, I have, I have a few people who have come back to me and kind of said, look, we're really hold, holding out. We're hoping that this, the phase, which is supposed to start in August, will allow weddings up to a hundred people or whatever it might be, you know, mm. but there's such like the problem, I guess the, the one big problem with weddings is that they're such close events. Like it's almost impossible to social distance at a wedding. Like, you know, it's impossible. It's impossible. That's why one of the weird things was that, one of the points, I think it was on phase four, where bars and nightclubs will be open, where social distancing can be min- yeah. can be uh, maintained. Or yeah, how can they do social distancing in a bar or a nightclub? Well, in bars maybe, but nightclubs, forget about it. I mean, in bars they're talking, you know, no standing and just having boots surrounded yeah, by pers- perspex mm. or whatever table service. Who'd be bothered? Well, that's, you see, I watched, I don't know if you watch the daily briefing that they do, the kind of um, health, health. Uh, the, the, Irish, the Irish one? Yeah. So I watch no. that most days and they have a statistician on who works with the model, you know, the modeling data and all that every Thursday. And he was on yesterday kind of saying, well, look, if I'm walking by a bar and it's packed, I'm not going in there. Like, and you know, he's kind of, because the question was, you know, when do you think bars and stuff will be able to open? And he goes, even when they're open, he said, I won't be going into them. Like, so yeah, it's, it's difficult, you know, that kind of way it's mm. going to be like, it looks at the moment in Ireland anyway, that, that the, the virus isn't actually fully in the community anymore because it seems right. yesterday, the numbers that they announced, I think it was 130 yesterday and you know, a hundred of them or little over a hundred was in nursing homes and the other other 50 odd or whatever it might have been were healthcare workers so the question was so is the virus not really in the community anymore and he kind of said well i don't want to say that you know we don't really yeah. want you know because people become because yeah, they don't want people just going oh brilliant we can go out and socialize but i th- i think it's just like i'm no expert but it feels like if you're out there shopping and all that sort of st- stuff the likelihood is the virus isn't out there you know, like at the moment, it's not really, you'd have to be quite unlucky to catch it in a shopping center environment, yeah. especially with people distancing themselves, you know what I mean? But, yeah. So maybe that, maybe another two months of that will mean that we've really stemmed the flow of this thing and that, okay, it's okay to have a wedding, but if anyone feels a bit sick or has a temperature, they shouldn't be at the wedding or they shouldn't be anywhere near it, you know, that kind of mm. way. So, 
Yeah, absolutely. I think probably a lot of the reasons, well, from what I've heard anyway, from couples, whenever they're postponing or canceling, is that they're thinking usually of people who need to travel, who mm-hmm. won't be able to, or, or the also, are they, are they elderly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's usually those two reasons. Yeah. And they're like, like, I just don't want to put people through the risk. And the, like, I don't know about you, but like older people, people's grandparents and so on, they're a huge part of a wedding day. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, do you think it will change how people... it change the nature of it? Yeah, I was going to say, do you think that will, like, um, for a while anyway, yeah. What way? What way do you think? I think they might do something with the family and older people earlier on, let them go home and then invite people on to a party or something like that. That's what I've had proposed once or twice from from some of my couples, that they were going to have a small ceremony of family only. And then the the parents or grandparents and stuff would go home and they'd head on and meet everybody at the reception. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess people are trying to think honest. outside their box, Dave. You know that kind of way? They're trying to think of other ways, you know, to to make it work and still have your wedding. Because if, you, if you've been waiting a year and a half or two years to have your wedding this year, and there's a possibility you could have it in September with alterations, you'd probably want to do it rather than put it off for another year. You know that kind of way? Yeah, of course, of course. Do you think it will change um, how people spend their time at weddings? Like, do you think, or or what they what they want from their wedding photography? Um, because I'm wondering. I wonder, will it be more? Will days be more family orientated now with the, mm. this new level of understanding of the importance of family? Yeah. Well, yeah, that and on top of it, I think we're going to see a lot more smaller weddings because there's a lot of people who will just go, I'm not going to a wedding around all those people. people. No way. So, and I think we're, we're, we're going to be at risk. You know, we're going to be young people are, do you think young people are that fearful? No, young people, no. But I think there, Uh, but how many weddings do you go to where if there's 120 guests, uh, you know, there's at least 40 Elderly, elderly yeah. people, or mm. people of sixty plus, say of age. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I think a lot of people go, "Ah, fuck that! I'm not going to a, a wedding that you know." I, I'd love to go and all, and I'll go to the ceremony or something if if it's going to be just family. But I'm not going to a reception where. I'm yeah, that's young. true. That's true. That is definitely true. All right, I, I never thought about it that way before. I was thinking more from the couple's perspective. Will they, um, kind of approach their day in a different way where they'll or maybe have an influence on what they want from their from their actual day from their mm. like their from their photography let's say or they'll be like oh you know what we just really want to spend time with our friends and family you know because yeah. we haven't had a, a lot of time to do that over the last while yeah i'd say that'll that would be a more important yeah well, that'll be a massive yeah. plus yeah but i i mean that's something you do at your wedding anyway it's not like you you spend hours away from your guests at a wedding. Well, maybe not ours, but I'd say maybe, and I'd say there's a lot of couples who, um, there's a lot of, you know, brides and grooms out there who would kind of not mind going off for a couple of hours. Not saying any of ours would, or a lot of photographers that we would know. Yeah. I I mean, I think, I wonder, will I get rid of any genres of wedding photography is my point. Like, Mm. we'll go, ah, you know what? We don't really want to be doing that. We want to really 
spend the time with our families. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. No, I think it, no, I think you're right. I think it'll make people think a bit more about that aspect of the day where normally they would have just said, well, yeah, whatever way it goes, normally it goes that way. But now it's, there's going to be an emphasis on, okay, what do we do? And, you know, are we going to spend time with these people? And I want to get back to my reception because I want to be mm. with my guests because I haven't seen all these people in so long. And, you know, so yeah, yeah, I agree. There might be like an influx of, um, uh, of more family photographs as well. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Because they'd be like, we haven't seen it. We have this group haven't been together in ages. Yeah, I think you're going to be doing. Yeah, and I think if you're going to, I think one, you're going to be doing more smaller weddings, and I think two, you're going to find that you're going to be shooting a lot of family photos after the ceremony because some people are going to be heading off home, some people aren't, you know, are going to the reception. But I think the family photos probably will be straight after the church or the ceremony or whatever it might be, you know, mm. because yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So you, yeah, mainly because some people might be heading off, but who knows? I, I definitely just like one of my, I guess one of the strong feelings I have is that we're just going to see more smaller weddings for a while, mm. you know, of 50 people thing. or something, you know, no, it's great. I love small weddings. Is there, um, is there a point where you go, ah, too small? Yeah, like eight or eleven, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's well, something nice about it, of course, but like it's just it's. I don't uh, know if yeah, I don't. Hard, know. It's hard to be. It's hard to do candidates. Yeah. Very difficult. Like it's a different sort of day. I wouldn't say oh, I hate doing them or anything like that. It's just a different, a completely different beast because you're almost part of the day. You know, yeah, exactly. you're almost like a guest with a camera because you're you're there and. You're like, how many times can I shoot these people? You know, that kind of way. Exactly, exactly. You're really just documenting the flow of events rather than, uh, you know, the people that are there more, you know, more so. But um, it's hard to know. I just, if anything, I just hope there will be some weddings, you know. There will be as many as possible because, you know, like you, I just want to get back to work and, and all that. And even though there's going to be a risk for us as well, I suppose, because if you go back to work and you've got, you know, You've got, let's say, you've got five or ten weddings over the next month, and you get the you get the coronavirus, and you've got to either isolate for two weeks or you're sick for three weeks. Then you're snookered yeah. down, you know. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just. Um, Would you wear yeah, a mask the, while you were shooting? Put it like this: If I was going to a wedding and a couple. Um, uh, kind of enforced it I'd say yeah no problem of course I wore a mask but maybe I mean maybe it's the right thing to do I don't know Paul what do you think well I think I would around a lot of people but at the same time like how do you be discreet and shoot when there's you're my mask. into a room with a mask on you you know there's my mask wouldn't it be cool if you could actually fit a mask onto your camera just <laughs> yeah exactly so you just you're like that all day that that'd be ideal. That'd be ideal, you know. Just like, yeah. that is pretty. That, I mean, that's the way I hold my camera. So, like, this seems like the perfect. I could just, I, I could paint this maybe like surgical blue. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The only problem is when you take it down, you'd have to keep your hand like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as I say, if a couple kind of said, look, we, we want, we want. 
I can't imagine anybody saying that though, but you never know. No, but here's the thing, like the mask, if you're at a wedding and all the mask is doing is stopping you if you have the virus, giving it to somebody else because yeah. it's not going to stop you from picking it up if you're in a room full of people and someone has it because either you're going to get it through your eyes or on your hands or you're going to touch your face at some point or you're going to take the mask off at some point. So I think the best thing to do is to try and stay back from people when you're shooting them. Try not to be standing close to people. Wash your hands regularly. Hopefully during the summer months or during the end of the summer months, we'll have some outdoor receptions and stuff that will lessen, you know, it'll lessen it. But um, it's going to be very difficult, man. Yeah, it's going to be really difficult. It's going to be weird. I wonder will it change like receiving lines, for example. Like, oh, definitely. Receiving lines are all about hugs. Oh my God. Uh, that's like, that's like the, the virus spreading method. You know, I'll give it to you. Now you give it to you. And then you give it to you. And then you give it to you. You know, so it's like, one person has it, then everybody behind them is getting it. You know that anyway. So, do you know? You know what's mad, right? If you think about the time back, whenever we all went, me, you, Eric, and Brian went to the William Shatner thing up mm. in up in Dublin. Yeah, and you think of that was right on the tipping point of when things got real. Do you remember? Absolutely. And you arrived that night with your auntie back, and I'm not laughing at you, but it's just no, it's mad. But you were at the time. <laughs> no, but it's like. Yeah, I guess in a way we were all kind of having a laugh, you know. And Brian, mm. I remember uh, Brian made that joke where because we were on the back row of the board, gosh, they had it like the very back row of the tier, top tier. And Brian goes, This is great seating because we can cough on, but we can't be coughed at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I wonder, did anybody in there have it? Because it's a good I chance. I wonder. I mean, it was massive. I mean, there must be like 5,000 people there. And then if you think now as well, you think, God, if that had just been a week later, it, that gig would not have happened. No. Because I remember looking up Twitter going, is this gig going to be on? Because William Shatner's, what, in his nine, like 90 or 85 or whatever age he is, he's old. 89, I think, yeah. 89. So, like, it's amazing that he was actually even there. And then somebody sneezed there. at one point and he was like, what do we that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That was funny. What a weird gig that was, man. Holy crap. That was strange. strange. That was strange. Strange gig. So um, anyway, will we will we kind of wrap yeah, it up? I think so. And think so. resume this on a ad hoc yeah. basis. Let's ad hoc it as much as possible. And we'll try and talk a bit more about we talked about stuff. We did, we did. It, it, this uh, is the least raw podcast type raw podcast we've ever recorded, but that's good or too. Or maybe the most raw podcast raw podcast ever. True, true. Probably the most raw, raw podcast ever. Yeah. All right. But the new video format, you can tell us if you like it or if you just would rather listen to us. What do you think? Yeah. That's good. That's a good little gift. I can't see you because you're not talking. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay. Anyway, man. It's, okay. Uh, thank you very much. It was awesome. It was great to talk to you once again. Give me a fist bump. Boom. 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 Nice. Boom. Oh, I like um, the way we did yes. that, actually. Ready? Boom. But I'm promise. <laughs> okay. Boom. Three, two, one. Boom. 
There's a, there is a delay. Three, it's two, one. Post the switch. Boom. Boom. Oh, okay. It. People uh, are going to switch off by now. Okay. Thanks I'll for chat you watching, later, listening. Chat to you later. Over Thanks. and out. Oops. Over and out. Bye. 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 Bye.